welcome to another uh, Robinson Ralph podcast. Uh, thank you for those of you who are still tuning in. So I've got with me the bearded uh, David Silito. Hello. The even more bearded Sam Higgins. Hello there. <laughs> and joining us as well is Danny Postel, who is a um, world-famous impressionist. You'll have seen him all over Twitter. Great impressions. The, the kind of the ones that I think a lot of people will know him for are Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, Anton Deck, Diane Abbott. Uh, oh, God, there's, there's absolutely loads. And um, Danny's agreed uh, to, to be in our podcast and try and give it a bit of, bit of class as we talk about um, the lockdown. So thanks for joining us, Danny. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here. In fact, when you were talking about the beards, actually, Sam's got a bit of a look of Conor McGregor, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he does. Conor McGregor. We need to yeah. sit there with our proper 12 whiskey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's really mad when I do Conor McGregor because when I do Conor McGregor, it looks like Dana White is doing an impression of Conor McGregor, doesn't it? (laughs) I wouldn't fancy your dances against Conor McGregor, though. No, no, no. No. I think you heard about Danny there, right? Oh, not yours. Sam, but I think to be fair, Sam, if that's the challenge you're throwing down, you've heard it here. First, Conor McGregor. Sam Higgins thinks he can take you in a fight. So yeah, and I'll I'll be there for the wins. Like I'll be, I'll, D- Dana can have a day off because I look like him. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. can just be Dana splitting them both up. But oh, then, especially as long as I don't have a few drinks before because I'll just be getting confused over who's who. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well. To be fair, if if, if, if anywhere involves not having a few drinks, you can count me out. I, I want to be. I want to have drinks everywhere I go. Yeah. Is there a confused about yeah. who's who in a in a match between Sam and Conor McGregor? Sam's very much the one lying, crying and bleeding on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I really you you are probably right on that one, and I really don't mind admitting that. That's probably... So just to repeat uh, to Conor McGregor, an open invitation from Sam Higgins <laughs> yeah. for a fight, and that will be be refereed by Danny Postel and yeah. uh, cheered on by myself and the bearded David Silito. So, Connor, yeah. please let's, do get in touch. Let's get it started as soon as lockdown finishes. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Let, let's get yeah. it on. Yeah. yeah. We'll Where is it? On. Where is it? I'm right here. So, anyway, so um, so just on, right. on, okay. on, on the note of, um, of booze, there was yeah. an article in the paper recently talking about how people's boozing habits have changed over the the lockdown, have you, has yours gone up or gone down or stayed the same? Well, do you know what, mate? I've actually had to discipline myself because I've, I've done quite a lot of sketches and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I've had to make sure that I'm sort of with it for writing. But sometimes oh, yeah. when I've had a couple of glasses of wine, the brain opens and you can write more stuff. But there's a fine line. If you get on that, after that third glass, you just need to stop and just yeah. sit on YouTube, <laughs> play some good tunes and just relax with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not, but I, yeah. I, I don't drink Monday to Thursday, and then I have a drink on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so I basically, yeah, live for the weekend, if you like, you know, because it's very rare I can have a weekend and go out with my mates, because I'm always gigging normally. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Have you been doing Zoom calls with your mates then and stuff? I've been, oh, we do a quiz on a Friday with, okay. with a couple of other couples, and uh, we hosted it last week, and it was really good, actually. The first, Funnily enough, the first round was on alcohol, so basically what we do is we give like a cryptic clue and then you've got to guess what it is. Shall I try a few questions out on you lads? Yeah, go, yeah, go for it. Right, okay. So question number one would be married to posh. Bex. Bex, yes, yeah. well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you will learn a thing or two from this whiskey. Teachers. 
Yes. Well done, Dave. He's on. Yeah. Well, no, we, we we do a we do a quiz on a on a Thursday with the firm. Sam Sam writes it, and yeah. Sam's got this unusual method of writing a quiz. Mm. Um, in that the answers don't always match the questions. Oh, really? So yeah, yeah so yeah. it's yeah, it's quite a tricky quiz, isn't it, Sam? <laughs> I think people appreciate being kept on their toes, though. You know, if you're just a bog-standard quiz, question one, what is this? The answer is this. You know, you want to keep people's interest going. So, so if they're ex- having to think... Yeah, give us an example of your question, Sam, because I'd, yeah. I'd love to hear it. Go on, get you, want one, you want one of our quiz questions? Yeah. One of your quiz questions. Okay. Uh, well, what was the one the other day? Oh, yeah. Um, the, the temperance movement was a social movement between... Uh, 1920 and 1933, which prohibited the consumption of what? That wasn't actually the question, was it, Sam? The actual question was the... Exactly, I'm just keeping up with the thing so Danny gets an idea of what it's like. You know what I would have done, right, after question one? I would have just... And I was out with my missus and this was in the pub. I would have just went, come on, finish this drink and let's go. Because there's no way... If these questions are going to be like this, there's no way I'm getting any of them right. Because the answer was um, prohibition to that. Right. Alcohol. No, it was alcohol. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> There was a massive clue at the beginning of this podcast as well, wasn't there, really? That's how bad I am. <laughs> so, so, uh, so what, have you, what have you been up to during a lockdown, Danny, other than being all over Twitter and doing um, weekly shows for people? Uh, I've literally, well, I, I, you know, I do sketches. If something happens, I'll, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm straight onto it. You know what I mean? I'm either doing a recording of something, which are on YouTube, um, or I'll just um, just get my phone and I'll just think of the sketch just before I do it. And then, uh, uh, for example, the most uh, recent one was when Donald Trump called up Boris <laughs> and asked him if he could uh, possibly go onto YouTube and drink a bottle of bleach just to prove that <laughs> his theory is correct on coping with COVID-19. You know, Boris, it'd be so great, so fantastic if you could just do that for me. Come on. You gotta take risks. You should know I'm a businessman, a very successful one, and you gotta take risks. Come on, Boris, do it. Yeah, yes, I suppose you are right, Donald. However, that could also possibly be murder. So yeah, just things like that. Excellent. Well, have you seen Boris has um, said the, a member of the public can ask him one question per day during each um, of the, the press briefings? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if it's gonna be. The, I don't think it's gonna be the same member of the public every day. Asking one question, like there's so much pressure on that person to try and come up with another question. After. It'd be nice if we were if we weren't doing social distancing. It'd be nice if they could like put that particular person on a pedestal as representing yeah. the entire yeah. population. Just, just have them stand next to each other and don't put security there as well, just in case it kicks off. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Well, we, um, Simon and I have actually. Have you submitted one, Sam? You've submitted uh, one as well, have, haven't you? Actually, yeah. Um, we, we've I've... submitted some questions. I don't know what you thought about about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I submitted, um, do you ever wonder why? Which uh, I think you might struggle to answer. Um, I didn't submit this one, but I did think about... Let me answer that one as Boris then, right? Uh, Do you Um, ever wonder why? Do do I ever wonder why? That is a very good question, David. This is the thing that I do when I answer a question. What I do is I I repeat your name to the point where I eventually get an answer into my head, and then I can go ahead and go ahead with this. Um, But I say it's a very, 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 very good question. Do I ever wonder why? Uh, I've got to say it is one of my favourite songs, and I listen to it uh, on a regular (laughs) basis when I sit and have some red wine. 
Well, I've got uh, I've got one that was it had slightly more of an employment law. Oh, I'll dread to think what this one is. Come on, man. Let's, let's, let's have a go at this one then. So my question my question to you, Boris, is: Will there be any grants offered to those who have grown, attempted to grow, or maintained a beard during this lockdown? If so, when will myself, Simon Robinson, and David Silito be informed of the application process? Uh, well, well, well I, I, I do get what you are saying, uh, Sam. It's a very, very good question. Uh, what I would say to that is uh, no, because of the fact that it is more, uh, you can't go to any barbers uh, and you do have to uh, maintain it yourself. Uh, so you are not spending any money on getting it maintained. So therefore, you are saving a lot of money during lockdown. That is the reason I would not give a grant to people who have a beard. That's a good answer, Danny. It is a good answer. Boris should actually get you to step in at these press conferences. Just if Boris is struggling, I'll just dress up as him and I'll just... Out, out of the way, out of the way, Boris, let me deal with this one. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to say that they want to put that on tapes for, uh, for young MPs, you know, if you want to answer a question, that's it. <laughs> Well, I was, I was just going to ask, um, I mean, one of the other questions that we had was, have, have you had any, um, you know, yeah, anybody, has anybody asked you to do anybody in particular during lockdown that you've perhaps never, never done before? Or is there, is there anybody, anybody like that? Um, who did I, go? I got asked to do Pretty Patel and I've done a sketch with her and Diane Abbott. Um, Brad, need to remind myself. Oh, I saw that one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how does Pretty Patel go again? Um, she talks quite posh, and she is very... She's like a politics version of Nigella Lawson. Um, so, yeah, so because obviously she messed her numbers up, so I basically had Diane Abbott... Her calling up Diane Abbott and asking her for advice, you know. I'll ask another one. Which of the people you impersonate would you most like to actually meet in real life? Um, probably Trump, just to see how we take it. Yeah. I reckon he'd probably take it quite well. Because I've done an impression of Nigel Farage. I was, I was just wondering that. Did you do Nigel Farage? And I've met Nigel. And, um, and I asked So have you, Sam. I am. He's your hero, isn't he? No. Uh, no. Can I put that on record? Absolutely not. Do you know what, right? It was, it was really nice and he bought me a drink and everything. But he was... Um, when I asked him about... Because he, he has seen the impression online and I said, well, you know, what do you think of it? And he just changed the subject and he bought... Because the routine I'd done was... Um, you know, what I like about Nigel is he looks like he is constantly throwing an invisible ball into the air, isn't he? You know, and then when I watched him, I watched him do a speech and he didn't do that thing. So he's probably thought that bullying ball, tartly pull is, is picking up on everything that I'm doing to the point where I just, I, I, to be fair, I, I, you know, he might have tried to put poison in my pint or something, you know, because I'm taking the mick out of him, but... I think he did, did take it well. Absolutely. That must be. Is that is that one of your? Is that one of the problems you think you've got to overcome these these days? Like like David Williams and and um, uh, oh god, what's his name? Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. Yeah. So they they've come back with Little Britain, and um, and I thought it was great what they did in Comic Relief, but they it has some stick. Do you do you then think oh, I've got to be careful what I say here, or is it just you know what I'm just going to be myself? Most people will like it, and the ones who don't were never going to buy it in the first place. That's exactly what I think, mate, because yeah. if I start bowing down to people and bending over backwards just because I'm upset a minority, yeah. then I'm just going to have no act left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to have yeah. any... I mean, I've just recently recorded a thing. I've been doing sketches where um, celebrities ring up Joe Exotic when he's in jail. Do you know what I mean? So I've had Trump's, Trump's rang him up, saying he can get him out of jail. And uh, and basically, uh, he's saying... <laughs> 
I don't care about getting out of jail. I want you to kill Carol Baskin. You know what I mean? So um, there's all that. And, that and sounds I was, brilliant. I was saying to Amy, I said, do you think I'm going to upset all of them? Amy just went, do you know what? She said, just do it. She said, because yes. if you start bowing down to people, she said, you you don't have any malicious words to say about that group of people. The best thing I think that Ricky Gervais said was never apologise. If you do something, just say that's it. Don't like it. Go no, no, do you know what Ricky Gervais said? He said, if, I've got a, if I had a pound for every pe- person I upset, oh, actually, I have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, okay, so I don't know. I, do you want to, should we do our impressions? Yeah, go on then. I've got a judge who does the best one. So are we all doing the same impression or are we all doing different ones? Different. Right, okay. <laughs> different ones to do. So who wants to go first? Sam, me, you, Dave? I'm not going first. I'll go first I'm then, just right? going to do an impression of Sam. I'm not going to tell you who this is, right? <clears throat> I've got myself in a bit of trouble. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> that, was very, that was good. Thank you. That was Sam? good. Sam? Are we saying who it is? Or has it got no, to, no. We've got to work it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The name's Bond, James Bond. Things could have turned out very nasty. <laughs> Is that a James Bond from B Dale or something? <laughs> he's very, he's very proud of that one. You know, I was doing a gig in there, Leaburn, which is not far from B Dale, uh, Dale. And I says, as Boris Johnson, I said, I've got to say, I do love B Dale. And in fact, I actually have one in my, 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 my bathroom. And, and, and it is so fantastic because it does save me. Uh, doing a handstand in the shower. So everybody cheer for b Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what about Dave, what's yours? Well, I've already said it. I was just going to do um, who I was going to do. But, uh, yeah, I'm just going to... I haven't really got any impressions, but... Oh, tough neck. Oh, I've got my kneecap in my mouth. <laughs> Jesus. If he wins... <laughs> was that Conor McGregor doing an impression of Sam? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was absolutely dreadful, Dave. <laughs> I mean, we, we discussed, to be fair, Danny, we discussed this a few hours ago and said, right, we'll practice an impression and get Danny to judge it. And that is, that is what he spent the last few hours doing. I've had hours to but think But I've got to say, Simon, um, it would be very wrong of me to say that you didn't win, Simon. I'm not going to lie. You. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It would be. But that was a good Frank Spencer. Because I remember there was a time in the 80s where everybody was doing Frank Spencer, weren't yeah. there? I think every impressionist had Frank Spencer in the repertoire. Whereas now I think it's Trump, you know. Yeah. And, and Joe Exotic's creeping in there as well. Joe oh. Exotic's like... Oh, I should have done that. Man. He's, he's, he's a legend, Joe Exotic. Just because oh, he's, he's so he's, nuts. I'm going to kill that Carol Baskin. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. you should have done that one. I should have yeah. done that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that, oh, that would have been a tie, that one, with you and Simon. See, I... So I can got, I just... Go on. Can I just ask Danny? Because there's one that uh, whenever I hear impressionists on the on the TV, on the radio, wherever, I always wonder: um, Do you have like any specific techniques that you have in order to master your impressions, or is it just on you hear it and you and you do it, or is there is there any kind of specific thing that you do? I just yeah, I just you just got to watch people all the time. Um, like obviously, t- and also if they've got a distinctive thing about them. You know, like when I first heard Jacob Brees Smog speak, I thought to myself, I thought it was a character. And then I heard him <laughs> and I was like, what? He actually talks like that. Like, I, I didn't I didn't realise it was that you could yeah. be that posh, you know. He's also not like Beano, isn't he? He yeah. is so posh. It is unbelievable <laughs> to the point where he extends and lets everybody know that each word is said correctly. 
And as a Geordie, like, well, for Hartlepool, do you know yeah. what I mean? For me to go to that voice to that, it, it, it's actually easier than me to go and do an impression of someone who's Geordie because you've got to, you've got to fine-tune it more. Yeah. Whereas with that, because it's so overly posh, okay. it's easier to get, get your hands onto it, you know what I mean? Yeah, on saying that, though, I watched the, um, in preparation for this interview, and it is an interview, yeah. I watched the, I watched the um, Britain's Got Talent semis and final when you yeah. were doing Ant and Deck, and the distinction there was really clear. You could, yeah, even yeah. with Geordie, it was the, the softness with, with Deck and the yeah. kind of the harsher with Ant was really clear. Yeah, well, with, with Ant, with Ant, he's more grumbly, isn't he? Hey, he's more excited. <laughs> And um, and with deck is just more. It's more. You've got to be a bit more relaxed when you do deck, you know. But um, yeah, it's, it's just the gravelness. Just that's what separates the two. I'm turning into Trump again. Like I, I just turn into Trump sometimes with my hands because I'm I'm so used to doing that thing with my hands when I do him. I'm doing it like when I'm talking as myself. Do you know? Yeah. What I mean? so, the man, so the mannerisms help then. Do they kind of bring out help you bring out the character? Bring out the they voice? do when you're performing, people. Yeah. And if, for example, when I did Michael McIntyre, um, <laughs> the mannerisms are the most important because you've got to do the, the eyes and the face and everything else to make it look huge. <laughs> yes. It's perfect. It's yeah. so perfect. Yeah. The other, and the other one is where the Diane Abbott one, that kind of looking into sort of the side of the camera for the help that never comes. Yeah. The help that never comes, that's exactly what it is, isn't it? (laughs) It is like that I'm trying to look for the auto-cue, but it is not quite coming off. It's it's just superb. Oh, God, I love that. absolutely love that. So, Danny, I've got a question, employment-related. Have you ever been fired from a job, and if so, what for? Um, Have I been fired from a job? Yes. I I tell you what job it was. I was doing, I was helping me, me dad's mate, Tylan. And right. I was skin, and my dad's mate like was basically doing me a favour, and he was only paying me like thirty quid a day, something like that. But I was getting cash, and it was enough for me to go out on a weekend with my mates and that. And anyway, he sacked me after two days. He, he just said to me, "Daddy, I know you're my mate, Johnny." So, but I've tried my best with him. He said he was just useless. He said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> that well, got back to you, by your really, mate. There's nothing else I can do apart from this, really. You yeah. Know? How long? How long have you been doing this? Well, professionally, full-time, um, I was 2013. Then 2014, I was doing the dead-end job as well as doing gigs. Yeah. And then 2015, after I was on Britain's Got Talent, that's when I've just done it full-time, you know. Um, and it's just, it's been good so far. You know? Was that the biggest audience that you, at that point, you'd done where you step out on the stage and you've got the judges and the... Is that the biggest one? No, I'd say, I'd say, well, if you're looking at viewing ratings, that's the biggest audience I've ever had. Yeah. Um, but with regards to, um, I'd say the most I've played in front of is about 2,000. Right. Um, and that was at, it was Lark Hill for the, for the soldiers. Okay. Oh, really? All right. I've done it for now as well. The Queen was there in the daytime. I, I got, I, I sort of like, she just said hello to me as I was stood like along the line. She didn't really have a conversation with me. Yeah. Um, and then Jim Davidson went on before me. Now the troops love Jim. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And he's going on effing and jeffing, and and then I've got to go on and do me lovely voices for them all. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but but still, that must have been what a thrill to be able to like meet Queen when's that's. Well, I didn't actually. Well, she was. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't class it as meeting someone because if I, I, I'd say I've met someone. 
it was meeting them as in having a conversation with oh, them. Okay, okay. So I didn't technically meet her. And I think the only, she probably wasn't even saying hello to me. It's just because I was probably stood next to one of the Chelsea pensioners. It won't, so, it won't be like when you tell people about how when you met Robertson and Ralph on Zoom. Oh, oh, I'll be telling everyone about this. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know when you get, you probably don't think about it like this whenever you're in the, the guy on the stage, but whenever you're watching an, uh, somebody come out and doing an act, the initial thing you kind of want to feel is, is kind of, oh, they're confident, therefore I can relax and enjoy it. If someone comes out and feels nervy, yeah. And then whenever you came out, you were instantly confident. And you could see. And then Anthony Deck had obviously warmed to you as well. And, I, and, and then you think, oh, this is, you know, that's. And I think once you've got that, once you've got the crowd like that, you think, um, or I was watching it thinking, yeah, this guy's going to win this. Yeah. The problem is when you do impressions. I mean, I'm, I probably could have won, right, if it was now. Because yeah. of the repertoire, because of the Trumps, because of the Boris, and everyone knows who they are. But when I was doing it, I was doing quite a lot of obscure people. So I was doing people like uh, I was doing Dar Aubrey from Hockey Week. Uh, yeah, was you know, I was doing him, and not a lot. Not everybody knows who he is. Yeah. So that's why I think he was delighted when he took to Twitter and said, "I actually give Alistair McGowan credit for that because I sort of like watched him do the impression, yeah. and then I sort of copied off how he did it. You know what I mean?" Um, so then Dara was getting a load of stick off uh, because of the air bit, right? And um, and he says, uh, and he said, do you know what? I'm going to hunt that man down and I'm going to kill him. Uh, so anyway, I seen him in Edinburgh. I seen him in Edinburgh. I said, are you Dara? I said, I thought you were going to hunt me down and kill me. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's so nice to see you, by the way. And uh, by the way, by the way, people go, eh, when they take a picture of me. I don't do it all of the time, you know. Brilliant. That's exactly what they feel like. So I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what we, we have noticed we're in looking at um, everything you've been doing on Twitter. Looking at almost in a way the, the the mental health of the nation, I would say, has been helped by people like your good self, Gary Barlow doing his songs going on and just making people laugh how important do you think having a laugh is despite the seriousness of the situation in this in this lockdown it's very important um i didn't realize this up until i i mean i get messages of people on twitter sometimes and they're, they're quite morbid do you know what i mean they say stuff like um you know my husband sadly passed away six months ago and you know you've really made me laugh and you've made you make my day when i watch your videos and stuff like that and, and it makes me feel great, you yeah. know what I mean, when I see stuff like that. And then you see people who, you know, I've had messages of people who've got cancer and, I, and I'm making them laugh and I'm cheering them up. And it, it gets deep. It does get really deep. But, you know, it, it, it actually feels, it makes you feel good, the fact that even if they're in a bad time in their life, you're still sort of, it's not as bad as it could have been because you've you've helped them along. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And if you, I can absolutely imagine that people are watching your stuff, thinking, like looking for, looking forward to it, seeing the new video, killing themselves laughing. And none of what you do is malicious, is it? It's all very gentle um, humour, but, yeah. but but cleverly done. And I and I think I think that's why you've got such a good audience, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's that's very kind of you to say, mate. Um, yeah, I mean, all as I do really is I'll just watch something that's on the news and I'll see something that's happened but now I get people messaging me like oh Dan have you seen what Diane Abbott said uh, my Twitter feed will you know I'll get it straight <laughs> away you know have you seen what Diane Abbott said and then I'll look it up and go right bang and I'll do a video on it you know yeah. and it's the same with Trump it's the same with Boris it's Farage as well but obviously he's in, I mean did you watch the um, 
there was a video of Nigel on Facebook and he was doing a Facebook live and he, he had his shorts on. Yeah. yeah. Did you oh, see yeah. That? yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've got to apologise, ladies and gentlemen, because my left testicle is now hanging out. You know, you just couldn't <laughs> imagine him. <laughs> um, what are you after? So going forward, two things, I suppose. Are you doing your week, your weekend shows? Is that a regular thing every other week? Or no? So I was I've done two stand ups and yeah. it's um it, it it was good, but it was just a bit um it was sort of weird because there was no audience there. Yeah. And I think the best thing to do when you're in isolation is do like I do a lot of lives on Facebook, like where I'm just chatting. Where and I do quite a bit with Stephanie Ed. Um, so I'm doing, I do a show with her every Sunday. Right. Um, I do a, a show on Facebook on a Wednesday with Ted Hankey. I don't know whether you've seen Ted Hankey. He's like this, yeah, he's yeah. a bit of a chav. And uh, I, I'm <laughs> on there as Donald Trump. And um, because he's from Middlesbrough and he's got all these slang words, he um, he teaches me all the Middlesbrough terms. And I, I become like, it's a proper Northern Trump. So I'm, you know, I'm doing Donald in, in his voice, you know, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to say words like dial. So it's like um, coming out with northern phrases as Donald Trump in his voice, you know, it's quite funny. And also we open the question, so people just ask us questions. But because the show's on at 10 o'clock, it's filthy. Some of the questions we get are just like, you'd think Chubby Brown was writing the questions. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. and so I do that and um, I just, then I'll obviously I'll record some sketches as and when they need to be, you know, if something happens. Um, but I'm trying to get this new, because I'm a huge MMA fan. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to get a podcast together just about that, really. But MMA, the beginning, it's going to be called. And I basically get all UFC fighters on that were in UFC 1, UFC 2. And so what's the what's the plan? Whenever this the, the um, lockdown finishes, have you got a tour coming up? Are you doing one with Bobby Taffer or have you got one coming up? Or... Yeah, well, I've done a couple of shows with Bob's and we've, we've had to reschedule a couple. Right. Um, and then, like I say, I'm doing the comedy circuit, and then I do corporate events, I do uh, gigs abroad and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, but mainly it's just the private gigs and comedy clubs that I'm doing at the minute. Um, obviously, once this is over, but I, it, it's difficult to, to actually go on tour because yeah. you need a huge following for that, you know. Right. And then once you've got that, you know, great. You're laughing. Um, and when are you next up in Leeds? You know, I'll have to double check my diary. I haven't even looked at my diary since lockdown because I'm just, I've wrote it off. <laughs> I basically wrote the rest of the year off because I'm just like, you know, when are we going to, you know, get back? But I think I've got, I reckon the end of June. Yeah. But then at the same time, they'll still probably try and keep some social distancing in, won't they? So, you know. So I think I think the message that we're getting there, Sam and Dave, is I'm coming to Leeds, but don't you three come and speak to me. Because... <laughs> oh, no, lads, I'll definitely... I'll stay over, we'll have a beer, we'll have a great time. Yeah, well, we can't promise you'll have a great time. You'll certainly be in Leeds, and we'll be there. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, by all means, if, if whenever you come up to Leeds, let us know, and we'll um, we'll definitely go out, because I think... I would say to anyone listening to this, if you get the chance to to either listen to to Danny or to go and see him live, absolutely take that chance because he's absolute genius. As you'll have oh, heard from him, you know, as he's up the game tonight on this, what well, he's usually a travesty of a podcast has actually got some class tonight. So, um, <laughs> oh, it's, been, it's been great fun. I've enjoyed myself. That's very, that's very kind of you to pretend that you have enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Right, we've kept you long enough, Danny. I mean... Thank you so much for taking time out to speak to. Oh, it's thank been you, a Danny. pleasure. It's been absolutely yeah, great time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, so anyway, for for those of you who enjoyed it, please do remember check out Danny on Twitter, 
and uh, he also does his um, Saturday night every now and again. Uh, I, I do me lives on Sunday with Stephanie Aird. I do me Wednesdays with Ted Anthony as Donald Trump. Uh, and I, I occasionally go on panel shows as well. Uh, on, they're all, all on my Facebook page as well, so you can check all that out via Joke Pit. Um, so all my stuff is on Joke Pit at the minute. They're looking after everything. Um, so, yeah, thanks for having me, lads. It's been a pleasure. Oh. And whenever you end up uh, out of this lockdown like the rest of us and you put your schedule, I can assure you, you will have at least six people in the front row. Difficult to believe that Sam's got a girlfriend, I know. But um, (laughs) the six of us in the front row laughing and cheering. And I'd encourage everyone to go and see Danny when he comes to Leeds or wherever he goes around the rest of the country. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.